Reviews of the creator and bottoms along with upcoming fall movies on this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's October 4th, 2023, and this is episode 113. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just on my website, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. reviews this week first up i want to talk about briefly the new film a haunting in venice which opened up last month it is a uh, spooky mystery film based on an agatha christie novel uh that the novel is called halloween party and i understand with this film adaptation they changed the setting and, and they've added some stuff so anyway probably not the truest adaptation to the book however it's directed by Kenneth Branagh, who, uh, this is his third film as, as Detective Hercule Poirot, and uh, I thought it was re- really good. And, if you, again, if you like, if you like uh, Agatha Christie-style stories, and this one also has some additional scares in it, I, I thought it was good. I recorded a, a, a more detailed review with my buddy Chris Dallin, which will be posted next week with a bunch of Halloween films that we're going to be talking about. So uh, anyway, go see a haunting in Venice if if you like that sort of uh, genre. I I thought it was I thought it was good. Uh, next up is the Creator, and the Creator is a new sci-fi film from 20th Century Studios. It's directed by Gareth Edwards, and also co-written by him. Gareth Edwards directed Rogue One, which was. Uh, a Star Wars story, and I think one of the uh, I, I know a lot of people that really love Rogue One. I think Rogue One is a good film too. So and this is no exception. I think I think uh, the creator is terrific, and of course it's not a Star Wars film, but it is sci-fi, and uh, really an interesting uh, premise and story. Um, amid a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence, or AI, uh, Joshua, who is played by John David Washington, who also happens to be Denzel Washington's son, uh, who is a hardened ex-Special Forces agent that's grieving the disappearance of his wife, um, he's recruited to hunt down and kill the quote-unquote creator, um, who is the elusive architect of advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. Um, So, you know, it's pretty heady. It's set in this dystopian future where humans are fighting uh, these group of uh, these, these uh, AI robots. But, uh, you know, unlike many dystopian future films, which I don't really love necessarily that subgenre, of of uh, of sci-fi or whatnot, uh, I thought this one was terrific, very original, uh, but again, classic sci-fi. Um, John David Washington's terrific. Gemma Chan is also in it. So is Ken Watanabe, Allison Janney, 
and uh, a young actress named Madeline Univoilas. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. She plays this young child. If you've seen the trailer, she's this young AI child. Uh, anyway, um, uh, I if you like sci-fi, I would highly recommend The Creator. I thought it was uh, original, interesting, and, and, and compelling. Uh, next up is a film that's a rather different, <laughs> different one, and it's been out for a few weeks. But uh, I saw Bottoms, which is uh, a really raunchy uh, comedy. I guess we'd call it a kind of a gross-out comedy um, about these high school girls who start their own fight club. So I'll get into a little more detail about that. When I say gross-out comedy, I'm referring to, to you know comedies that are really over the top in their level of, of uh, outrageousness or, uh, you know, for example, I think my favorite gross-out comedy is There's Something About Mary from 1998. Uh, there's so much outrageous stuff in that film, but that's what makes it funny. Uh, looking at some lists, some other gross-out comedies, I think often a, a classic one that's referred to a lot is is uh, National Lampoon's Animal House, which is from 1978, you know, starring John Belushi. Um, that one was, you know, crazy, that, 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 that fraternity comedy. Caddyshack from 1980, um, Dumb and Dumber from 1994, um, those Borat movies that start Sasha Baron Cohen. Anyway, the American Pie movies. So some of these I definitely haven't seen. Also, uh, like Adam Sandler movies could sometimes be considered like a gross out comedy. But anyway, I think what sets Bottoms apart in a way is that not only is it a gross out comedy, but it's also kind of genre bending. Uh, it uh, the two. It's directed by Emma Seligman, and she co-wrote it with Rachel Senat, who's one of the stars. Rachel Senat. And Io Adibri, I hope I'm saying uh, their names correctly, as always. Um, but uh, they are actually friends in real life, Rachel and 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 Io, uh, and they have a good chemistry with each other. But they play these these supposed losers in their high school. I think they feel like they're at the very bottom of kind of the high school um, coolness <laughs> hierarchy. Um, they're lesbians, and. Uh, again, they're just friends. They're not in a. They're not in a, any kind of relationship with each other. But they, they have crushes on a couple of the high school cheerleaders, and so they feel like uh, a way to get the cheerleaders' attention is that um, they concoct this very elaborate lie about having spent time in a juvenile correction facility over the summer, and then they start a self defense club for women. Uh, in an attempt again to get to know these these uh, cheerleaders better and to hook up with these cheerleaders, so um, this uh, female fight club <laughs> gets pretty pretty intense. Uh, again, it's all played for laughs, but it also and then also as I mentioned, it's 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 gross. The uh, also though the film takes a bit of a sinister turn. Still keeping with the comedy, but also just like you know, with the outrageousness of it, in that uh, there's this competing. Uh, I mean, the the school's football team is about to play 
a rival school that really has some uh, dark intent and some dark history involved in it that that uh, also engages this um, female flight club. So I uh, I guess my one regret about seeing Bottoms, I was talking to some dear friends and they got to see it uh, in Manhattan, in New York City, with a full house of really engaged uh, viewers who are really into it and really having a lot of fun. I saw it, on the other hand, in Salt Lake City uh, with maybe about 10 other people, and I think I was the only one in the theater either laughing or gasping, <laughs> responding to the film that uh, that I could tell. So, you know, Bottoms is very R-rated. These, that's another thing with the gross-out comedies is typically they're R-rated because, again, they're just trying to you know, push the limits of outrageousness. Um, so I can't say I'd necessarily recommend it, but... But, uh, you know, kudos to, the, to this, you know, to the filmmaker, to, to Emma Seligman and to the team for trying something different. I think that they uh, definitely sp- spark some interest in, in the film. And, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this film just gets kind of a, a bit of a cult status over time, too, given, uh, again, given its outrageousness and, and uh, its, its approach. Cinema Corner, three films to to uh, to to be able to see on the big screen, and, and uh, that I think are all great films, and and would highly recommend them again if you were into that sort of thing. First up is on on October twenty first, uh, which fans you know call Back to the Future Day. Uh, Fathom Events is sponsoring. Back to the Future screening, so you can see the movie on the big screen on Back to the Future Day on October 21st. As you know, October 21st is the day in the movie that Marty McFly originally travels uh, to the past and that sets you know sets his, his adventure in motion. Um, so I'll have a link to this in the podcast notes on my website, but uh, you can see where this is screening through Fathom Events. And also, given that it's Fathom Events, it's probably going to be screening in a lot of places, hopefully at a theater near you, if you want to see Back to the Future again on the big screen. Uh, next up, speaking of Fathom Events, <laughs> uh, their big screen classic series that they have been doing uh, every month, this month's film is Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, which, uh, having recently watched it, it's creepy. Um Maybe not necessarily my favorite Hitchcock film, but by no, but, but still... Really well done, and and uh, as I said, unsettling. Uh, it's October twenty second and twenty third, and uh, again, uh, sponsored by Fathom Events. I'll have a link to it in the podcast notes on my on my website. And I think you know Hitchcock movies are for me kind of the perfect Halloween style movies, just because um, not being a horror fan, uh, this kind of crosses the line. You know that, or this is more like on the border borderline of it. Um, Still, still, uh, super, you know, scary and creepy. At least if if you're me. Um, and then finally, 
in uh, the G-Kids Studio Ghibli Fest 2023, this month's entry is Spirited Away, which is a beautiful uh, animated feature uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. And it's, you know, if you've never seen it, it's definitely it's definitely worth seeing. A very unusual and beautiful film. Uh, it's going to be running October 28th through November 1st. So hopefully they'll... You know, there are multiple screenings and, 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 and options to see this. Check the Fathom Events website, too. Again, I'll have links to this in, in the podcast notes on my website because uh, they typically with these, they'll have both an English dub and an English sub. Um, you know, when it's when they're playing in Japanese, you can see it also with, with the English subtitles. So depending on if you've got a preference. If I'm not mistaken, they've got a pretty good English dub of Spirited Away. So uh, I've seen it in, in both ways. I, I often like watching the in Japanese with the with the English um, subtitles, but then if there's a really good English dub, sometimes that's great too. But anyway, the animation still is constant and it's and it's beautiful and interesting. So Spirited Away, October 28th through November 1st. <music> Fall movie season is upon us, and I just wanted to go over some movies that I am interested in seeing, and hopefully might give you some ideas of things that you might want to add to your calendar, too, of upcoming films. So we've got some concert, two concert films that I think are going to be huge box office hits. Um, first up is Taylor Swift, uh, The Eras Tour, which is opening in theaters October 13th. Um, you know Taylor Swift has just kind of conquered America with with the Eras tour, and now I think she's off to conquer you know international markets with it. If she's not at a at a Chiefs game, um, but she is uh, she, she had this uh, film when she was in Los Angeles this summer, and uh, from all expectations, you know this is going to be a, a a monster hit. It opens in theaters October thirteenth. Um, Beyonce, who also has been touring the U.S. and who also has been conquering um, the world and filling up football stadiums, uh, along you know just just uh, what Taylor Swift has been doing. Uh, she uh, her she's she's her tour is called the Renaissance Tour. So this film version of her tour is called Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. It opens in theaters December first. So same thing. I'm I'm not sure what city necessarily she had this film then, but you know, again, it's a film uh, film of her current tour, and and everybody says you know how artistic and how interesting it is. So anyway, Taylor Swift and Beyonce continue to uh, rule the world, and now they're going to save movie theaters by bringing in a ton of money. Uh, next up on October twentieth is the new Martin Scorsese film, Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, really all I know about this is what I've seen in the trailers. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio, and it looks like it's uh, kind of an oil uh, drama 
that's set on a Native American reservation. And uh, it looks to be a very interesting film. Uh, I hope it's going to be good. I believe this is made in conjunction with Apple. So on October 20th, you can see it in theaters. And then I don't know at what point, but probably not too long after it's going to be on Apple TV plus. So that's killers of the flower moon, which looks to be like a pretty compelling um, drama. Then uh, on November 3rd, uh, the new biopic Priscilla opens. This is based on uh, a biography by Priscilla Presley, you know, uh, wife of Elvis Presley. And it's directed by Sofia Coppola. So it looks very arty. Uh, I think it looks very interesting. Uh, and so looking forward to seeing Priscilla when it opens uh, on November 3rd. Then a couple films opening on November 10th that I think look interesting. One is a comedy drama called The Holdovers, which stars Paul Giamatti as a, uh, I think, kind of a grumpy and uh, sad college professor and, and, and some students who don't go home for the holidays at the college and, and how their lives intertwine or they have an experience together over, over, a, over a holiday break um, at the university. It looks like it could be really uh, interesting. So the trailer looked good, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing The Holdovers. Also on November 10th uh, is the next film from Marvel Studios. It's The Marvels. So it looks to me like this is definitely a sequel to Captain Marvel because Brie Larson's in it. She's joined by a couple of other uh, characters, including Ms. Marvel, who was had her own Disney Plus miniseries. Uh, anyway, it it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun if you're into that sort of you know if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, so that's on on November 10th. On November 22nd couple of interesting films. First up is Napoleon, which is directed by Ridley Scott, who who just often is just so good. Such a great director. It starts Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon Bonaparte, and it's just a biopic is really what it looks like. Uh, but looks, you know, elaborate sets, big cast, uh, interesting drama about this very interesting character in world history. So uh, then on November 22nd also is the next film from Walt Disney Animation Studios, which is entitled Wish. It's a film that they've created, an original fairy tale that's the about the origin of the wishing star that gets used so prominently in Disney films. So uh, my just fingers crossed are just hoping that it's, that it's good. <laughs> so let's hope that Wish, which is good. It's a musical... And 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 uh, the animation looks beautiful. So anyway, fingers crossed. Um, and then just a couple a couple more uh, on uh, December eighth. The next film, speaking of Hayao Miyazaki, as we were in the classic cinema corner section, uh, his new film, The Boy and the Heron, opens. And you know he came out of retirement to make this. Although he's come out of retirement, I think this is the third time. Uh, he, I'm not sure he's ever gonna, going to retire unless, you know, his health absolutely m- requires it. But, uh, anyway, this film looks very interesting. I don't know a lot about it. I've just seen a trailer. 
But uh, I, I'm excited to see it. Again, it looks like a, a great fantasy film from Heo uh, Miyazaki. And then on Christmas Day, a couple of dramas are opening up. First uh, is The Boys in the Boat, which is based on the beloved book by Daniel James Brown about uh, the uh, rowing team from the University of Washington who ended up competing as Team USA in the 1936 Berlin Olympics. So uh, George Clooney has directed this, and uh, it looks very promising. Uh, the other film that's scheduled to open is Ferrari, which is by director Michael Mann. It stars Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari. So it's a biopic about Enzo Ferrari, as in the uh, maker of Ferrari uh, racing cars and automobiles. So I'm super uh, excited about that, too. So anyway, some fall movies that uh, are definitely on my calendar. And, uh, of course, I'll be talking about these and reviewing them as we go on. In, uh, in in future episodes, but I'll be anxious to hear what movies that you see and are interested in seeing yourself. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my website at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast where you listen to podcasts and follow me on Instagram. I'm at movies PAP as in past and present. As always, I hope you'll enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth.